You didn't. Uh, yep. I thought you learned your lesson. I guess not. Dad, the vultures are back. Okay, kids, you know the drill. Windows up. Gone too far looking for a good deal on gas? Try Price Match, only from BP Me Rewards at participating BP and Amico stations. Learn more at bp.com slash best price. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Hip, 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 powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The hour and a foul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration states that every year, 10,511 people are killed in drunk driving crashes. That's 30 people a day. In fact, by the time this introduction is over, about 50 seconds, a drunk driver will claim one more life here in the United States. Okay, John, what in the f*** does that have to do with murder and true crime? Well, a lot, actually, because tonight I need your help to solve an extremely heated debate that gives a new meaning to the phrase, Highways or dieways. It's the case of a 20-year-old girl who was in a brutal car wreck. Fatal, actually. She was drunk, yes, but the cops noticed that something wasn't quite adding up about this accident. In fact, one policeman said the entire crime scene was, quote, suspicious. And honestly, I can't agree more. So, buckle up, folks, because tonight we're playing backseat detective on the I-77 at the now infamous mile marker 181. Driving in my car Vroom, vroom, vroom Driving in my car Vroom, vroom, vroom Driving very fast Vroom, vroom, vroom Driving very slow Vroom, vroom, vroom I like driving, driving Alright guys, that car. was Driving in My Car by Super driving Simple Kids Songs on YouTube there. I hope that didn't drive you crazy, but I uh, thought you guys might like that, but probably not. So anyway, let's get on with tonight's episode. All right, I didn't give you a hint. No? You did not. So we're we're just drinking other cocktails instead. It's fine. I'm like two beers in, and I'm feeling great. But I will let you guess what state we're going to. This state was the setting of the blockbuster hit of epic popularity. So it was a bomb. That has Mm -hmm. sold thousands of copies in the Walmart... Thousands. In the Walmart bargain bin. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Don't judge a Walmart bargain bin. Like, we we give Walmart so much shit, but, like, honestly, they're pretty inexpensive. It's... uh, Walmart deserves it they do the movie is called <laughs> the hills have eyes oh <laughs> um 
I have not seen that movie. Is this? What, I thought that was supposed to be a scary movie, right? It yeah. is. Is that an M Night Shyamalan? Hold on, let me show you a picture. Uh, I don't think it's M Night Shyamalan or whatever. It's actually an old uh, movie to start with, and it was remade. Yeah, but this is this is it. Oh, oh, he's creepy looking. He looks like an alien. Oh, it's, no, it's Wes Craven. Okay, Wes Craven. Wes Craven. So, um, guess. Don't look at that. Stop looking. Guess. West Virginia. There you go. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the hill people. I get it now. Yeah, because they're all inbreded. <laughs> I mean, I That's why that we call them hill people? <laughs> I don't understand. The hills have eyes as a bunch of inbreds. It nice. is a bunch of inbreded people. Excellent. They're, they're killing these... This hot couple, you know, the dude's like a football star. It's like a horror movie, and they're all inbreded. You have okay. Uh, no, <laughs> recall I, but, bargain bin Walmart. No, we haven't seen it. So we got a couple of things going on before we get started. We are in the middle of our push towards our Greenville show. So buy your tickets if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Tickets like we just sold a shit ton. Yeah. So be sure to get them before they're gone. Um, I got a quick personal announcement. Hello to all of our tacos. Um, I am just letting you know that I have personally moved from a personal Facebook page to a different page where you can catch up with me and anything and everything podcast related and maybe even future stand-up sets. We'll see what's going on with that. But go to facebook.com slash your friendly neighborhood Jen Collins and give it a like and a share. Is it actually your friendly neighborhood Jen Collins? Is that's, the whole URL? That is, <laughs> that's my at name. Yeah, your friendly neighborhood Jen Collins. That- okay, I was like... Jeez, Jen, are you was, sure you got that right? Yeah, no, no, that's that. Was it. everything shorter, like not available? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I had to keep it lively. It's something that you'll remember. Like, it's like what a. Was it? Well, like, I just your, like the, your, your friendly friend, neighborhood. Your friend in the neighborhood. <laughs> friendly, friendly neighborhood, Jen Collins. Like your friendly neighborhood, Spider Man. You guys, come on, guys. Anyway, um, so. Yes, if you want to connect with me, connect with me there. Also, I will be taking requests for surprise shots there. Um, I'm sorry if you guys have emailed me and I haven't responded, aka probably this doesn't affect anyone because I never get any emails, but um, my Jen at TalkMurder.com has has been defunct for some reason. We're trying to figure that out. So if you want to message me, message me there. All right, so what do y'all know about West Virginia besides the obvious? Aside from the inbred, I know that there is a, a big problem with Mountain Dew mouth there as well. Oh, Mountain Dew mouth. Yes. Man, we should have had a Mountain Dew shot or Mountain Dew drink. Ah, that You didn't a good give hint. us a fucking hint, yeah. so. <sighs> well, we've already done the hillbilly margarita. Yeah, we've done we've done one drink with Mountain Dew Mountain before. Dew mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Holy oh. shit. So, um, and it's a big coal mining um, state. Nicole, what is the capital of West Virginia? Charleston. West, West Virginia. Charleston, Charleston, very good. Which not is our super Charleston. confusing. Not our Charleston. No, that is not a flight that you would want to mess up. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out, you're like, I don't think, I think you gave me the wrong ticket. No, ma'am, you paid full fare for this. <laughs> or maybe it's a flight you do want to mess up. I thought it was just a dinner at Husk later. How do I get there? <laughs> hey, can we just do one, one super fast shout out? Yeah, go ahead. To who? To Savannah, who just had a baby girl. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, uh, Savannah. Josie, I think, is a new yeah, baby's name. And, and that's my favorite pussycat. <laughs> it is. This surprise shot goes out to you, Savannah, and your baby. Josie. But don't take a shot 
with the baby because you know why not start well, you can early. Give them, like whiskey if they're like sick. That's what my grandma no, you used to your, do. Yeah, you dip your pinky in whiskey. She's, and you put she's it on their too, gums. too young to be teething. She's literally like fresh out the womb. I just Human. got a mental image of someone giving birth. <laughs> okay, that's great. The miracle of birth is. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. Uh, cough medicine. Nope. <laughs> Raspberry liqueur. With? You keep mixing shit, Jen. Placenta. Yeah. No? So close. No, that's our uh, Nipitati gin with with raspberry oh. liqueur. They're both sitting on top of the bar, so I was like, eh, why not? We finished one bottle of Nipitati. Yes. I All can't right. wait to get his vodka. It just came out this month. <laughs> All right. Um, so we're going... We're going to November 19th, 2011. That's when you guys were born. We had been False. born previously. And if you years. want to read this, we're starting with years, a 911 call. This came in at 341 on November 19th, 2011. Ooh, nothing and the, good happens after 2 a.m. The timeline is very important, so we need to uh, keep that in mind. Go ahead. Y'all can, uh, one of you guys can be the dispatcher. I'll do the sound effects. Uh, can you make that bigger? 911, what's your emergency? Yeah, I'm calling about a car that's broke down on 77 North. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is a trucker, too, so that's actually perfect. <laughs> okay, we're out on I-77. On the 181 or so, with the lights are on, it's, it's up against the guardrails something's something's going on there but i couldn't see anybody it's pretty cold out so i don't know what's going on over there can you give me a vehicle description like red car or a blue truck pardon me can you give me a vehicle description like red clock red car blue truck all i know is a car he had his lights on he right by the car he's up against this guardrail so there's something going on over there but i couldn't see anybody standing around so you know the car the people i couldn't see but the lights are on in the car so something's going on over there can i have your name sir can i have your name end of recording end of message <laughs> he hung up <laughs> the killer hung up the phone <laughs> oh my god i might say the weepy voice killer all right. Well, that what time was that? Three forty what? For one, three forty one. Okay. These this timeline is super important in this case. Nine one one. What is your emergency, sir? I'm at that one eighty one six mile marker northbound on I seventy seven. I cannot make a confirmation that this is the right now, but I'm walking back. I think I just seen a human being lying dead on the highway, sir. Okay, and you walked away from your vehicle. I'm getting out my vehicle. I'm walking back where I see the person. And you think you're at 181? 181, Marcus, sir. I ain't confirmed it yet. Okay, what's your name, sir? My name is... Beep. We drove by, and you know, it's it's dark, and you can't see, but I'm just about pretty sure it might have been a person. Gosh, I really don't know on walk back. You even know what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. If you f don't feel comfortable doing that, sir, you don't have to. Stay where you're at, and I'll have somebody come up there. I'm getting closer to it. I'm hoping it's a deer, sir. I, I, I really I really am, but I'm pretty sure I, what I saw. Oh, man, in the fact that some other people... I don't know if you're going to get more phone calls. Two other guys are stopped down here at the bottom of the hill. Oh, oh, man. Okay, sir, do you know your cell phone number? Is it... Beep. I'm getting closer to it. Oh, man. I'm hoping it's a deer. I'm I, I'm hoping. I, I, I can't. I got my boy. 
Did you pull alongside the guardrail, sir? Yes, sir. I'm pulling alongside the guardrail. There's a chemical tanker truck just pulled over. I'm getting closer to it. There's a semi-tanker truck that's coming at me right now. Nope. Stay over here, truck driver. Stay over here. Stay over here. Oh, my gosh. I can't get... Let's shout out this episode to both Abby and Rowan, our two truck drivers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this is for y'all. It's also for Savannah because it was Savannah's request. So all y'all get love. I can't get over here in traffic. Yes, sir. Confirmation. Human body. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to check to see if this person is still alive or breathing? Sir, there's parts of him. I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sir, turn around do and do not look at him. Okay, turn around. Don't look at him. Oh, my God. Sir, sir, you need to hurry up and get people here, please. Okay, we got people on the way out to you, sir. Can I start stopping traffic? This, this might be a crime scene, right? Do you have a flashlight? I don't want you getting hit. Yes, I do. No, no, no. Another person just hit him. Oh, my Ooh. God. Oh, my God. You could possibly get the county sheriff department here as soon as possible, sir. Sheriff department is on the way. So is the fire department and an ambulance. Okay, there's a tanker driver who just pulled in in front of me. There is a vehicle. I can't. Can anybody turn their hazards on? Put as much light on that situation as you can, okay? Uh, well, m- m- most of us are already past it, sir. I- I'm getting kind of like, sir, there's a it, this crime scene. I'm about positive. I, s- I see this is this crime scene, sir. Oh my! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! This is unreal! This this is unreal! This this is unreal! <clears throat> Sir, you said you had your son with you. Yes, my son is with me. Kind of, kind of like a crime scene. He is not out there walking around there with you. See his shirt. There's his head and skull right there. See, oh, 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 oh. Is the head not attached to the body? No, sir. Pardon the head right over here. I need, I need to get over right, right over to the right. Oh my God! The head is not attached to the body. Make sure you tell him. The sheriff department is here. He can ready, ready to block the lane, sir. Okay, sir. You go ahead and talk to that deputy. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. End of recording. End of message. All right. Let's move on to the next one. This is 3.52 a.m. in the morning. So these are back-to-back, obviously. I, I, can I just ask a question real quick? So this one is saying 911 and MO, but the other one, I think it said BB. Are there two different people calling? Because the first one said MO. It says um, M.O. is motorist, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, motorist. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, I was confused. 911, what's your emergency? Had anybody called in on a, it's a, it's a Wood County on the in Interstate 182, right before 182. Looks like someone busted a deer, they got a... I'm sorry, what? It's 182 northbound Interstate, send, send. Looks like somebody hit a deer, there's a couple trucks on the side keeping people away from the deer. There's a car by the guardrail. I, I, I don't know if anybody... Okay, it's around the 182. Yes, just just right before the 182 northbound. Okay, we've got deputies on the scene out there, sir. Okay, I just went by and there wasn't anyone there, so I just thought I'd call. Okay, thank you. End of recording. All right, so there's your three 911 calls that came in about this. So now I'm going to show you guys the wreck or the crime scene. It's very gruesome. Do I have to put my mask on like my sleeping eye mask are you going to sleep no but i don't want to see anything graphic jen we've seen luca magnata 118th episode of a murder podcast and you don't want to see anything graphic spoiler alert i just don't want it to kill my vibe (laughs) (laughs) okay so let me see y'all how about this, Jen? I'll start you off with the least graphic photo. Okay, deal. Uh, uh, not graphic photo of a human head. 
That looks kidding. like a, an <laughs> apron a, with blood. It's not a human head. Let me see. Turn a second. So this is the scene right here. This is where the car was. You see those markings, those That's orange markings? That's where the markings? tires were? Yeah, those are where the tires had stopped. Hmm. Now, do you see those lights in the background? Yeah. yeah. Up there? That's where the body was. The car was oh. here where those hmm. orange tires are, and then the body was up there where those lights are. So someone was walking, maybe. So it's a quarter of a mile Or was away. somebody, like, Ooh. dragged? It was a quarter. The car is a quarter of a mile away from the body. Okay, here's some of the blood spatter on the asphalt. This is actually where, and I'm a, this is where it happened right here. So you see it's West Virginia, the hills, you know. Um, this is the bloody coat that the victim was wearing. This is the car. This is what happened to the car, if you mm. see that. Interesting. I mean, well, was the, can you go back to the other picture you showed us? Are we, okay, so are we are we looking at? Okay, so they're coming towards us. The traffic is coming towards us in this picture. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because so the because the, yeah. the, the guardrail marks are on the right hand side of the car, not on the left hand side, which would indicate that it is coming toward us. Yeah. Because we don't drive in in the UK. If you see the little yellow markings, that's where the body was at different time periods. That's where it had landed. That's mm. the hood of the car. It's got blood on it. Oh, so goodness. Oh, my goodness. The body dropped, like, split. Got I'm going to tell you exactly. Don't worry. I'm going to tell you exactly how this happened. Go to talkmer.com to see these. This is the road. You see the blood spatter right there, or the blood drags almost, you know. Um, this is the oh. this is the post. This right here, that little light area. That's, like, that's uh, brain some brain. Matter. That is brain matter right that's there. some brain. So Ugh. her brain was right there. Isn't that, isn't that like not like how many times have we done this that like we already automatically knew that was rain? <laughs> I mean, obviously it's 118 times because this is 118 episode, but like. So, all right, here is where, do you see this bend right here? Yes. Okay, that's where the car wrecked, but the car ended up over here, way up here. So, hmm. may I ask, was the driver intoxicated or were they in distress? Was there someone in the vehicle with them that was causing them distress? Or? Oh, we're going to get to all of this. Don't worry about that. Have you guys, like, ever thought about how you would die? Like, I always imagined I would die in a car accident. Um, I hope it's when I'm 150 years old. Oh, thanks. Peacefully in my sleep. You don't want me to die before you're 150? Yeah. Oh, wait, you're talking about your own death? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about my death. <laughs> Never mind. It's like, wow, she really, like, cares about me. Like, I mean, hopefully we all live very long lives. All right, so the crime scene. Let's see. Life's too short. It is. You guys need to, like... Tell the people that you love that you love them and you care about them. No, nah, you don't care about them. I love you guys. I do. I care about you guys. I love you guys. You guys Fuck are my man family. people. You don't give a shit about them people. I'm talking about you. I don't give a shit. Well, Nicole, right. I love you. We Before love you too, we go in any further, now we I just showed you the, the wreck pictures of the crime scene, if you will. Go to talkmurder.com to see that. But well, I'm going tragic to. tragic that she passed away in a white coat. But right now I'm going to. Sh- kind of build the character of who this is. Now, her name is Jalia. So, how I remember it is... Ja plus Leah? Aaliyah. 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 Oh, R.I.P. So, Jalia. Jalia. 
And it's very hard. I kept I kept uh, messing up her name. It's Jalea. Yeah, That's Jalea. how her spells her name. That's yeah. how she says her name. Yeah. So if you want to go ahead and read this, Nikwiz. November 30th was the memorial service for Jalea Rose Davis. It was saddening to look at the urn that held the ashes of this wonderful young girl. We have felt like there may never be closure for our family. We were never able to see her beautiful face, touch her hand, or kiss her forehead. No matter how many tears we cry or prayers we say, we will never get our angel back. All we have are ashes and memories of our baby girl. May her soul rest in peace. I love you always. I'll always love you, Angel. Love, Grandma. Aww. Her grandma had written a lot of things on the Facebook page Justice for Jalea. It's actually really sad. And she had written some poetry, too. But um, she was and still is the light of my life. I miss her badly. This will never happen. So I have to wait until I can join her in the afterlife. This is from her grandmother, um, I'll put some of these posts on uh, talkmore.com or I'll just link to the uh, Facebook page. But um, it's, uh, it's actually very uh, tragic. But there isn't a single day that goes by that I don't cry for Jalea. Let's see. I miss her hearing her voice. Now, this is Tobby. She says, where's her first words were always, where's Tobby? And I think I'm saying her, saying her name right. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's her sister. Uh, Toby and Toby, and no, they were right. they were absolutely best friends. There's no doubt about that. If you go to the Justice for Jalea Facebook page, you can see a lot of the two sisters. Now, this is Jalea right here. Mm, so young. Yeah, she's 20 years old. Oh right God, here. Yeah. that's so young. So she's 20. Um, that's her mother. That's her when she's a child. That's her hanging out with friends. I believe that's her sister. Right. That's her sister right there. Um. Yeah, this is her sister. They are they are absolutely best friends. You can definitely tell. Um, How many years apart were they? I I think twenty months. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, less than two years. Yeah. So um, Jalea was the older one, and and they are definitely best friends. You can definitely tell, which is you know really you don't really see that often. I feel like you know, but um, I feel like I mean I can't. I, I don't know, but I feel like the closer you are in age, you the like the better your relationship. Like my sister and I are like almost six years apart. We have a pretty good relationship, but I feel like if we are closer in age, we might be able to connect on more because mm. you know, like she's so much younger than I am. So she was growing up in a kind of like not a different time period, but her experience while I was growing up was different than like my experience while I was growing up because of the time period. Does yeah. that make sense? It's kind mm-hmm. of meta. But like not like your sister. How old, how old is like she's older. only three years older than me. So you guys are really close, mm-hmm. though. We are. But it's like now that she in high school at the same time. Actually, no, we were four years apart in schooling. So when she when I was in eighth grade, she was a senior in high school. So we never were in high school at the same time. See, but, but when I was in college, my sister was still in middle school. Yeah. Like it's so a like, big gap. It's a bigger gap. Well, yeah. how, how much age difference between you and your brother, John? Um, I don't know. I Fuck. think you're two. I think you're also two or three years <clears throat> apart. Yeah. So no. were you in high school at the same time as your brother? Yeah. Yeah. You guys think you're close? I, I don't know. Maybe brothers, bro- brother relationships are different. Than I feel. Uh, well, I mean, I think I I think John kind of probably feels the same way as I do with my sister now. Is that you are a lot closer, but then once you hit certain milestones, like having kids, don't tell like, me I what I am and what I I'm not. Like, 
it's hard. I, I'm not a mom, so I can't yeah. relate to me. that sort of thing. You know, well, I mean, I could say a lot me. of things about what I am and what I'm not versus what my sister is and what she's not. But like for me, if I were to have kids now, it's like normal. I mean, obviously, it so takes, young. It takes two to tango. So like. I'm not having kids anytime that soon. That clock is ticking, Jen. That tick biological tock, clock tick is ticking. Tock. It is. It's ticking. <laughs> ticking like a time bomb. Oh Once you hit 35, that shit's closing up shop. Yeah. That's not true, <laughs> first of all. My friend, my coworker Eloise is 39 and she just had a baby. Well, she got, I, she, I is te- say, she was technically a geriatric pregnancy, yeah. but that's oh, okay. That, word is that was like that slide into home base I real don't even quick. Know what the I last want. play of the game. I don't even know what I want anymore. <laughs> like if you asked me three years ago what I want, I'd be like, I want to be married How about and a have cat, kids. Jen? No, not cats, a dog. <laughs> but like, I, like now I don't uh, even know what I want. Do I even want a relationship? How Maybe about I'll be a gerbil? forever. I don't even know. How about a gerbil? No. And with everyone I cry, my heart is filled with loneliness and sorrow. Sometimes I wish there wouldn't be a tomorrow. I pray to God your soul is free, but I wish you were here with me. I think of what used to be and all the things I'll never see. The Bible, I know what says is true. Sometime soon I'll be with you. We love you, Grandma and Grandpa. Now the page is actually ran by her mother, but her grandma makes a lot of posts on there. So tell me your thoughts initially. Is this is this just a accident or why is this on a murder podcast well, this is I don't called think this sound- murder to me yeah i don't think this sounds like an accident if someone's head was displaced from their body well like, I mean, that doesn't sh- just happen if you get hit by a car i'm pretty sure unless it was going like is a highway three, 300 miles an hour i think the only sh- the str- strange part is the car seems to be very far from where the body is right. but if it's on a highway also i could see it but it happened on a bend like like so, she was in the car. She was in a car at some point. You don't just walk around the fucking highway. That was did her car. A, did she get a flat tire that made her step out? You know, that was her car. Like, did she know her perp? Like, did she know the perp, or was she like a random victim? Did that- you just say perp? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. What the fuck? I, I'm talking perpetrator. I'm Hello. Talking You've been co- watching too much live PD. Lingo. <laughs> I do love live PD. <laughs> What what do you think her body looked like after that wreck? I mean, she's well, dead. It she's sounded like dead. that she was in two pieces, at least. Scraped up. Shredded. Bruised. Bloodied. Uh, if you want to read this, this is, Mangled. From, this is from her mom. If you want to read Brain this. Brain matter everywhere. Horror movie scene. Go ahead, Nicole. I want everyone to look at Julia's face. Her pictures... Look at her beautiful face, that perfect smile, her perfect white teeth that so many people complimented her on. She had such smooth skin. I always told her it was golden. It glowed. She had the most perfect, beautiful body, loving eyes. For everyone who knew Julia, anyone who may may have information about that night, anyone involved, I want you to know how I had to say goodbye to this beautiful baby. I could not see her. My daughter had to be cremated. Mm. Her body was in a box, a box she would be sent away in to be cremated. She was covered with a blanket. I had to touch her cold body with a blanket on it. There was not one single part of her body that the funeral home could show me. Not one single part of her body that I could see and touch or kiss. I had to give my daughter a last goodbye through a blanket. I will only have memories that will touch her skin What was, of what the touch of her skin was like. I could not hold her or run my hand through her or run my fingers through her hair, not one single part of her body. 
what mother, sister, or grandparent should ever have to say goodbye like that. If you have any information, please, please, please tell the police. The Sheriff's Department has left an email address on their Facebook page. Please send them information. Oh, that's terrible. We like at school this week we had a demonstration of um like a a re creation of a, a drunk driving accident that happened to like prevent like to tell students like please don't drink and drive on prom night like if we're not saying it's not going to happen we all know you're in high school but like if you're drinking please be safe and that was it was very real i don't know if they took it seriously though which was really sad because like the that we had we literally had we had first responders we had fire people we had police officers we even had a medevac helicopter come and land it was really cool Hmm. like it was it was really cool and the and the students that took part in the uh acting and uh modeling out they're all in makeup and it was really it was really cool it was a it was a great exercise to do i think but i just don't i hope they take it seriously because they don't understand that when this kind of stuff happens like that's real life like i'm reading this and i'm thinking Oh my God, like if I had to say to goodbye to someone and I didn't even have a choice whether or not to cremate them because their body was so brutally injured, like, like that's real. You know, you, you, when you're grieving someone and you're in the wake, you have the open casket. Yeah, it's kind of creepy, but at least you're like, you see the person, you can like, whatever. But when someone is forced to be cremated, it's like, yes, they're in there, but like it, it doesn't hold the same value, I think. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, if you're expecting to go to a wake and see a body and, like, say your goodbyes to them versus when you see a box, like, they're belittled to a box. That night, her body was found, and you just read that. She couldn't even, the mother couldn't even see the body. Yep. It was, so Jalea... She died. She was naked from the waist up. What? Okay. Her one leg was broken in half. Her right breast was missing. What? And she was fully decapitated. Okay. This was not a car accident. Something happened to her. There we go. Now we're starting to see the truth. I mean... And There's more no possible way that a car could have a car on a highway going 90 miles an hour could have done that. More importantly, no, you know, when you go at 90 miles an hour on a highway, even though you're more than four times, like I learned the other day during this demonstration that if you're going 40 miles an hour versus going 65 miles an hour, if you're going 65 miles an hour, you're four times more likely to die than if you're going 40 miles an hour in a 40. But like, even if you're going 90, that's not going to like take your breast completely off. Depends on if she hits something. Like the car hits her. Are you saying like if if the car hits her and then She's, she gets lacerated and her right breast comes off? Yeah, that doesn't happen. And decapitated. I She's, feel like- she hits. A, well, she clearly hit a guardrail. Her brain matters on the guardrail. So like there's there's things that could slice. Yeah, but if you're if you all right, I feel like here's here's your head, here's your breast. Like if something's going to decapitate you, okay. Okay, that's that's like there's at least six inches between your well, I mean, I guess But there's people, other things that she, you could hit. But like I don't you think can it would take you can your, hit the pavement. I don't think it would take your head and your breast completely off. I don't know. I mean, breaking your leg in half, yes, that's that's something that could definitely happen in a car accident, but slicing your breast completely off and decapitating you, like you'd have to I I don't see that happening. So, Team Jen. 
versus Team Jen. <laughs> All right. Now, this is one of the uh, key things you need to keep uh, your eye on right here. This is her jacket. Her jacket was laying across the guardrail. Her, her bra was laying first. So you can't see it, but mm. well, you can see a little well, of the black weird. thing. So her bra was off? <clears throat> yeah. The car accident won't take your bra off for you. I, I'm not I'm not being definitive in my I response. Mean, like, human, okay, I, humans have a hard enough just time listen, taking bras off. Her bra I have was, a hard enough time okay. taking my own goddamn bra look, okay, off. Never mind a car accident. Look at the guardrail. Okay, her bra was first that you can't see, her shirt next, and then her jacket. So it looks like someone had taken it off and put it in right. that order. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, all right, if you were to get, if you were to get, um, you know, God forbid, sexually assaulted, right? You would take off your jacket first, then the shirt, then the bra, well, and I then you would put the bra on. You would put the bra on the guardrail, then you put your shirt on there, and then the jacket. the The jacket was laying on the guardrail. Actually, on the, the guard jacket rail. would be yeah. first, right? The jacket is what's being on the outside, first. or it would be on the ground. Okay, well, I don't think that I would have time to like neatly place it somewhere. Well, that you gotta get down to business. That it was placed like that when the crime scene investigators rolled up. Okay, and it, they were all on top of each other, kind of stacked neatly. up like that. Neatly and organized. They say neatly. If you think that's neatly, then... I, I mean, that's it's hanging. That's, that's organized. It's not like that came off in the car accident. Yeah, like... For sure. Yeah. No, like that is... Not that, possible. That is you are hanging it up All right. on the closet hook. Right. Now, as I said, her vehicle was actually found a quarter of a mile down the is road. Is it possible that a passerby did that? Like one of these 911 callers was like, oh my God, her clothes, let me put them, hang them up. Oh, well, they're idiots then. You don't touch anything in a crime scene. I know, I'm just saying, because agreed, that doesn't happen from a car accident. All right, go ahead and read this. This is from uh, the Justice for Julia Facebook page. Nope, it was found that way when the first 911 call came in. The photos that show any sheets or officers are actually crime scene photos taken by police. Her top was found under her coat and then her bra under her top. And then a girl named Heather Fault says. So just for the sake of making sense of this, let's say if someone told you to strip down, you'd take your jacket off first, hand it to someone. Then you'd take your top off second, hand that to them. And third, your bra, hand that to them. When you were done, whoever was holding them would first lay down your bra, then on top, then your jacket. That is how they were found. On top of the jacket, under that the top, on the bottom of that the bra, that just baffles me. If it were in that order from being ripped off or snagged at all, once been being pulled off, it would be at it would be at the very least. But inside to be found in that order, right? There's a lot of speculation on this well, Facebook page. Okay, by the way. so so like I I mean, yes, I understand that. But like, if you're taking, if she's taking it off herself, maybe she didn't want people to see her bra, so she put her jacket over her shirt and her bra, so that no one saw her bra. Some people are private about that. I don't know. So now, what do you guys think already? Do you think this is foul play, or you think this is an accident? Oh well, definitely foul play, Nicole. It is too strange for. I forget the order. I don't think the order of the fucking clothes matters. To be honest with what stri- you, what strikes you right now as being strange? Just the fact that it is. They're play the clothes are placed on the guardrail. The fact so that her- I'm either thinking someone fucked up the crime scene that shouldn't have somebody who like made one of those phone calls, 
What about the car? Well, I'm just saying that. Like, Tell me about even, the car. Even if you get ejected out of your vehicle in an in a high speed accident, you're not your body is not going to get. F- Flung a quarter of a mile. That's quite a distance for someone's body to be found. Also, no, no, how no, 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 let me say, I didn't say her body was flung. I said she was flung, and then her car kept traveling a quarter of a mile. That's what I said. Her but, car was found a quarter of a mile from where the initial impact or whatever took place. Okay, so so body was found, and then the car. Yeah, quarter she mile? wasn't flung a quarter mile. That's a she was that's, dumped a quarter mile. She was maybe pushed out a quarter mile. Okay, and the car. Kept this going. is the car. Do you think her right? I mean, her right breast is missing. She's decapitated. And look at the car. There's like no damage to it. I mean, there is damage, but... Not a lot. So a lot of people, they say, uh, you know, th- it would be a lot worse. The car would be a lot worse. That's, uh, I mean, this is That the, doesn't look like a high-speed accident. That looks like it was This is the extent of the damage yeah. right there. That's not a lot of damage to the car. I mean, you might be going like... Uh, I don't know, like maybe 35 and, and if she's no, 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 well, And if she's the driver, if she was ejected, you would see some damage to the to the driver's side okay well uh, look at well, look at I this mean, picture right here how she else was, would she have gotten ejected, she was ejected right? through the passenger window you see this this is the window oh. has been completely shattered out so the theory the cops provided is she got in a wreck and then she was ejected from the passenger side was window. she wearing a seatbelt she was not wearing a seatbelt that's why you wear seatbelts but we can't but she could i mean who knows she could have been pushed out like nicole says so they could have detached her seatbelt and then pushed her out the window. That's a lot. I don't. You gotta wear seatbelts. They save lives. Right. So Nicole, which side are you on? Are you on Jen's side? Are you on the side that makes sense? I'm on no side right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what side I'm on. I'm so confused. I okay, thought, I know. I Let thought me you get were saying this. that the car was was one no, place no, no, and no, then no. the body. Okay. Now you're saying it's the body and then right. the car. No, no, no. Here's what. All right. Let, let me go back and show Jen because she's, you know, a little slow today, which is fine, but um, we need to get her up to speed. It makes things a little bit more fun, I think, but what do I know? I just work here. All right, Jen, check it out. This is where the car hit. These white are these yellow markers. Okay. And this is where her body flew. So right there. Here, she was in here. the middle of the road? Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, she was actually in the passenger lane. You see the blood right here? Yeah. Now, if you go way over here... Well, that's a driver's side lane where the blood... Well, this is, the pa- this is what they call the passing lane. Oh, passing lane. Yeah, it's an interstate. I thought, you said, I thought you said passenger lane. I'm sorry. So, if you go further down the road, a half a mile, her car was way down there. Um, what You know, way down there. A quarter of a mile. So, the car... Wait, can you go back to that picture? So, where the marker is... That's where the car made impact with the guardrail. Yeah. And then she was in the flung out of the car. Yeah, and then the car kept going um way down the road. That's sketchy to me. That does not make any sense physically to me. And I barely passed physics in high school. Well, so Jen, what did you make on your driver's test? Let's just get that out. The, of the only way. thing that I got wrong is that I did not put my indicator on when I was making a parallel park. So this is inside the car. You see the windows cracked Oof. right there. That's the damage to the front. So it looks like there was impact right there. So if she wasn't wearing a seatbelt, maybe that is where her head hit. But that wouldn't be enough. How fast was the car going? Because I don't think that would be enough to decapitate her. But the crime, there was- the uh, crime scene recreation team for the uh, crash recreation team 
Said she was going 70 miles per hour. Mm. That was her official report. I don't know. If she's going forward, I don't know if that could decapitate her or not. But 70, you're more than four times likely to die in a car accident. Because 65 is four times more likely than going to 40. But I just Not if you drive off a cliff. You could be going 70 or 45. You're still going to die but if you she drive didn't, off a cliff. She didn't drive off a cliff. I'm she just saying, a, you need to be more specific. Well, I'm just going based off of what the corporal told me from Dorchester County Sheriff's Office last week. Well, he's a fucking liar. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the timeline. All right. So I'm going to tell you three names. No, I'm not saying that they're the killers. Okay. Wow, you said that with a lot of <laughs> emphasis on the syllables. Okay, so she was partying that night. She was drinking at the Nip and Q. Not Nipatati, Nip and Q. Nip and Q, yeah. And she was drinking with a few friends. The friends, uh, Freddie Scott, the killer. Kristen Beechold, Beechtold. Alleged killer. Hang on. Alleged killer. And uh, her friend named Katie. Yeah. Spoiler alert, John. (laughs) All right. If you want to read this. um, So with a story like this, I'm 100% going to only read police reports and actual reports. Because like all of our other stories that we've done that hit kind of close to someone's home, we're going to get... The family listening to this. So I'm going off pure facts here. No speculation. So this is uh, one of the reports right here. Here, I'll blow it up for you. For the ones standing guard. For the eagle-eyed. For the knights in shining armor. And for all those who support them. We are Granger, your experienced safety partner. Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. Committed to helping keep your facilities safe. And your people safer. Call clickgranger.com slash safety or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. This is from uh, the detective interviewing uh, the sister, uh, Talby Davis. Okay. Yeah, so go ahead. Not at all? Well, she called me at... um. She called... Okay, so she called me at 328, and she asked... If me and my friend could come pick her up. I don't... Yeah. And then she called me back at 3.33 to make sure we were on our way. Okay. One second. Stop right there. 3.33. Oh, yeah. The first call was at 3.41. Oh, shit. I didn't... 
Damn, I was scrolling up, but you got it right. 341. So that is what, uh, n- what how many minutes is that? I'm not Eight minutes. Math. Eight minutes. She calls her sister, and eight minutes later, the first 911 call comes hmm. in. Eight minutes. So you haven't. And what's the distance from where she was to this highway point? Like, where, what's the distance to the bar when she was having... She was about seven miles outside of the bar. That's a really good question. The huh. detective... And I, it's also awfully fast. Seven minutes away, seven miles. What do you mean? Well, it's roughly seven have, miles. She would she, have had to have left right away, after right after 333, in order to be at that spot on the highway by 341. No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, okay, I know what you're saying. She, she all right, and this she calls her sister at three twenty eight and asked her to come pick her up, and she's going to meet them at a certain spot. So she's driving to that certain spot. Am I ask, answering your question? I'm not really sure what you're saying. Oh, so she was not waiting for them to pick her up at the bar. Yeah, exactly. So she, she was going to have them meet her somewhere else. Yeah, it, she's not even at the bar at this point. Okay. She's at. She's actually at a friend's house. Okay. And, you know, because the bar is closed at two, I imagine. She's at a friend's house drinking and stuff like that. Then she, and I'm going to get to this in a second, but she gets in an argument with some of the people there. And then so she calls her sister in a, you know, frantic tone and says, you know, meet me here. You know, I'll meet you here at this time. Like, I'm leaving now. So she gets in her car and she goes. Now, um... Initially, she wanted to meet at the local BP. It's like, you know, the gas station. But then she calls back and changes it to a rest stop on I-77. If you want to continue reading that. Now, when you say she didn't text you, she actually called you? Yeah. When she called you to come and pick her up, did she say where she was at? Um, She said she was asking Kristen for her keys. So I was like, had the impression that they were either like in Kristen's car or at Kristen's. Now, when you were talking about Kristen, we're talking about Kristen Behold, correct? Bechtold, yeah. She was just angry, like, tell you about Kristen, how she's a bad friend and how she's a bitch and so on. Do you know why? No, because she told me that whenever me and my friend came to uh, pick her up, then she would tell us what happened. Okay, would it be unusual for her and Kristen to be in an argument or fighting with each other? No, just because she's talked about how Kristen kind of annoys her, so... So nothing like that is unexpected to me. Where did she ask you to come and pick her up at? She said that she was going to the BP, like at the end of Rosemar, like on the Emerson side and to go there. But then whenever she called back a second time, then she said, never mind to meet her at the rest stop in Williamstown by the Go-Mart. Now, did she say she would be in her cars? Yeah, because she was asking for her car keys. So do you know why she was having you come to pick her up and pick her up with her being in the car? Um, She wanted us to just come and meet her. I mean, I was under the impression that she didn't really want us to pick her up and bring her back to my house. But maybe because she was mad or had a couple of drinks or I, I, I don't know. All right. So let's go really quickly over timeline. What was the first call? It was 341. Three, no, no, no. Not the first 911 call. The, the first call to her sister. 333. 3.33, she calls her sister for the first time. Okay. She's at Kristen's home. Or with her somewhere. Or with her somewhere. And then she calls back at... She calls back at 3.33 to make sure she was on her way. But then she says, whoa, never mind. 
Just meet me at the Williamstown. Just meet me in Williamstown at the rest stop on 77. Okay. Did she say where she was at at that point in time? No. Yes. Yes. She said that she was on the interstate. Could you tell if she had been drinking then? No. At that point, she just was kind of like hysterical. Literally hysterical? I mean, I want to go like all out, but she just kind of like she was mad and she just burst into tears. Okay. Did she mention anybody else's name through the times that you did talk outside of Kristen? Um, no. She did say that she was with this girl's baby daddy and his name was Freddie Scott. But, well, she mentioned him and said it was in such a way where I figured that she was with him. She said that she was with, um, who? Freddie Scott. You mean the killer? I don't know yet. All right, so these the reason these are marked out is because this is coming from the mother's Facebook page, and I have no idea why she marked them out. I would prefer that she did not, but there you go. So the, now, mother, is, the mother posted the transcript of the interview with yeah, Toby? Yeah, but she marked them all but out. She, interesting. So yeah, um, now this is, uh, the K, on this uh, slide, KB is Kristen beach told or whatever her name is and then the investigator why did they pick you to be a scapegoat i have no idea i mean they are definitely not being kind to you they are saying that you beat her up that you pushed her out of the car and hit her and i have heard all kinds of things i have no idea because out of all three of us that were there that night i am one of her really good friends and i would never do anything like that to her all right so now like i said 333 to 341, eight minutes. So what do you guys think so far? Do you think this fight has anything to do with it? You know, to be honest with you, I'm not sure because I was too focused on trying to be in character for the transcripts <laughs> that I wasn't really trying to formulate any thoughts. Uh, yeah, that seems Well, I right. think it's weird that, I mean, maybe this guy is in her car, but maybe he's not. She didn't seem to know for sure if that one dude was in her car was like actually with her. Freddie Scott, the killer. Yeah, because he is the killer. Hey, there is a twist in this. Well, let me. Uh, so let me show you a little mm. Twitter thing from Freddie like Scott. Looking at that, that makes me sad. So this Freddie Scott, this killer, Freddie Scott, alleged. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I liked that shot that we took tonight with the raspberry and the gin. This is Freddie Scott right here. And... He looks almost like Freddie Prince Jr. That guy. Is that not him? <laughs> not that guy. Oh, not the, the white guy. guy. Oh, oh, it's yeah. the other guy. Sorry. Right, hold on. Well, hold on a second. He doesn't look like Freddie Prince oh, yeah, Jr. Let's see. Hold on a second. This is Freddie Scott. This is his Twitter page. Now, the guy that was with her, this is what he posted on his Twitter, I think a month after. If you want to read that. Who? The the Freddie Scott, the, no, the guy that was with her. My care. cat gets hit by a car. It wasn't an accident. I want justice. I blame my pet fish because he was the last one that seen her. What the fuck? LMFAO, you crazy kid. Now that damn fish is telling stories, but I know the truth and there's no statute of limitations. J- hashtag justice for Jasmine. 
I'm just glad this town can come together when it really matters. Let's all gang up on my pet fish and slander his name around. Who's Jasmine, number one? Oh, and yeah, is he, he's making fun of the, the case. He, he's saying, all right, he's the one that's so getting essentially blamed. He's, okay, so essentially because he was the last person to be seen with her, yeah. like he's getting the blame for it. Okay, here is... I want to know about this Freddie Scott. Was he or was he not in the car with her? I don't trust people that are named Freddie. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, I mean, like, why not just Fred? And why Fred... I mean, well, I guess Frederick is a name. But, I don't know, Freddie? All right, so... Yeah, Freddie Mercury. I don't trust you. Oh, no, I love him. He's my fave. <laughs> Go ahead, Nicole. Have you interviewed anyone that said that, that they saw that? No, that's all. I mean, I've gotten calls on rumors. I mean, they've called and said that we heard this, or I mean, we've got one boy that he is avid that Freddie Scott took her out of the car and held her and Katie beat and dumped her off the guardrails. And then one of them between Katie and Nicole Dias and Freddie hit her with a car and then they all left, let her car run down the interstate and they left. It's all kind of crazy things. But it's just interesting to me that they just picked you and Freddie out to pick on you and have all of these girls that are enemies and have fought her. Okay, so before we go, so what do you guys think? Do you think this is, I mean, am I not telling the story right? No, I think you are. But that last quote. I mean, I'd have to read through it again just to understand it. But, like, does she not have a great reputation? I hate you, Freddie, and hate is a strong word. This is sick. And he sold his car the day after the accident <gasps> was lawyered up. I don't get it. Who bought the car? Not sure, but his dad helped him get rid of it before the cops came to question him. And he was damaged from where he ran Jalea off the road. Oh, my God, it was Freddie. I just know it. I want to know more about <laughs> Freddie and Julia. I want to know more about their history. I don't think she was okay. driving. I think she was a passenger. You don't think she was driving. Okay. Let, let's get into the official cause of death and then we'll go into the questions. Because there's there certain positions that the people for Julia have that she didn't kill her, you know, that she didn't run herself off the road. And then there's, of course, me. The the only person in the world that thinks this is just a drunk driving accident. Well, I guess <laughs> I, I guess it's important to ask, and I don't think that either of us have asked it yet. But whose car is that silver Hyundai? Is that a Hyundai? What? That is her car. That's the the wreck. Yeah, it's that's her, her car. Is a Kia. Yeah, that's her Kia. Okay, I wasn't sure if she was just a passenger, if she was driving, because I don't think any driving. of us asked us. She asked was that. driving. Yes, yeah, and she was actually, and I'll get into this in a minute if this official cause of death doesn't say it but she was the only one driving and we know that for certain well, she, she was the only there was no passenger just her okay we know that for certain go ahead is this something that i missed because like i don't No, i'm just not really organized uh, go ahead it's been over a year and now the case is closed officials are releasing what happened to julia davis the autopsy results came back last week after being reviewed by the state medical examiner's office Wood County Sheriff's deputies and the prosecutor spoke with the family Thursday before releasing the results to us. It took more than a year. This is the official explanation closing the Julia Davis case. 
Following a lengthy investigation, it was concluded by the Office of the Chief Medical Examiner of the State of West Virginia that Miss Davis died as a result of multiple catastrophic injuries, sustained as an unrestrained driver of a car that lost control and struck a guardrail post on Interstate 77, says Wood County Sheriff's Office Chief Sean Graham. That's how investigators say Jalea Davis died in November 2011. The death circumstances, as determined by investigative and post-mortem findings, indicate that the manner of the death was an accident. An accident that began with a night of partying with friends. The state medical examiner says Julia's blood alcohol concentration was 0.19 when hmm. she died, with an advanced testing level showing a 0.24 earlier 0. that 24. night. 0.24. That's three times the legal limit. That, 0.24 is like on the verge of blackout. It is. I mean, because 0.8. Or point point zero eight is the legal limit. That's like two beers. So point two four when she was driving, holy shit. That would be like if I tried to get behind the wheel of a car right now. You're like <laughs> no, it's probably not more even. than that, you think? Yeah, oh yeah. Two four but, is okay. really high, dude. So like <laughs> <laughs> they they said that her friend said she had drank a whole liter of vodka by herself. Oh, fuck and, that, and here's no. here's one of the um so there's this other girl. I didn't listen to her podcast. I, I could probably care less because it's probably not very good. But anyway, she's like, there's no way a, a girl of 140 pounds can drink a whole liter of vodka. Oh, no fuck way. Yes, she can. I'm like, what? You that, can do anything except your mind to. That, that's, that's the correct. thing with this case. It's like, oh. With the right mixer, when you yeah. believe you oh, can't yeah. achieve. It's uh. like, no, that car can't be that damaged. My car hit a deer and it wasn't, you know, it was more well, damaged. That was, that was my question is that if she's going almost 80 miles an hour and she hits a guardrail, why doesn't the car, why didn't the car reflect more damage? Because I, well, I guess it depends on the angle at which you hit. That that is what everyone says is the damage. But but she came out of the passenger side window. She wasn't yeah. wearing a seatbelt. I'm hold on. Give me like literally you can talk while I'm doing this, but I'm going to try to think about the physics of this. Hold on. No, well, the, here's the physics of it, Jen. The official miles per hour was 70 miles an hour. And the reason they have that number is because that's where the car ended up a quarter of the mile down the road. Okay. Based on the computer in the car at the time where it ended up down the road? No, but I, they did pull out the black box computer. I'll get to that in a minute. But the car down the road, the crime reconstruction specialist okay. estimated, or they gave a very, um, very stern number of 70 miles an hour. So she hit the guardrail at 70 miles an hour, and then the car scraping along the guardrail the entire time, because remember, both the the uh, passenger tires front and back of the passenger side were blown. That makes the car veer towards the guardrail. That's why it could go around that bend that you saw. You, Both you know, of that her bend. tires are blown. Yeah, yeah. I showed you, you that picture. She, do you think that? Do you think that she ran over something before, or no. is that was when she hit the guardrail? You hit the guardrail. It just blows your tires. Because you, she basically, if you hit it, you you kind of bump your car up where you kind of. You're riding on the rail and it just shreds those tires. I guess it depends. But, but okay. all right, so the 70 miles an hour, I feel, is very inaccurate. And the mother points to the 70 miles an hour as a, a testament of God. Like, that is the exact miles an hour. But to if you think about how to get that number, they got it from where the car ended up. You have to factor in both the tires being blown, you have to factor in the friction between the car and the guardrail. You have to factor in the friction between her body and the guardrail. You have to factor in so many different things that just saying 70 miles an hour to me sounds 
I, I would say roughly 70 to 90 miles an hour. If if I was the investigators doing this, I, I think they really messed up when they came out with a straight 70. Oh, yeah, 70 on the dot. So, okay, let me just rewind. Sorry. So at the when they when the car ended up, the black box said 70. No, 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 no. Don't worry about the black box. Well, I'm just I'm just trying. You, you, just don't worry about the black okay, box. Okay. The black box didn't. Didn't tell the speed, okay? It it only the black box told the if there was anyone in the passenger seat, and there was not anyone in the passenger seat. Also, the passenger side airbag did not deploy, which you know, if like you're in Nicole's car or even this Kia, you have to have a certain amount of weight on the seat to register mm-hmm. a passenger there. It didn't deploy, but the driver's side did. That means there was no passenger in there, okay? Plus, mm-hmm. if there was a fucking passenger in there. Don't you think they'd be beat all to hell? I yeah, mean, what the fuck? I guess so. You know what I'm saying? So the the guard, her airbag deployed. She bounced around, which I've seen it before. You could, you know, watch those red asphalt videos. The DMV has oh, them. Yeah. The, those guys that get in a car wreck without seatbelts, some of them end up in the fucking trunk. Some mm-hmm. of them end up going out the back window. It's, it's ping pong. So I don't find it any strange that she went out the passenger window, especially when she probably hit her head on that the front glass, bounced back, hit the seat, and then launched out the passenger window. She's going 70 miles an hour. That means at her least. body, 140-pound body, is going 70 miles an hour in that car, at least, conservatively. And that 70 miles an hour at 140 pounds is going out a thin piece of glass. Mm-hmm. I find that very, very easy to comprehend. And I Honestly, this case, I don't see why the fuck people can't understand that. Like, all right, th- one of the big talking points of this case is someone pulled her out of the passenger side window and beat her up and threw her on the interstate. What the fuck? Like, well, how do you get that? You you have an eight minute window from her calling her sister to the nine one call. Who the fuck is out there that's going to rip her out, cut off her right breast, cut her head off, and then throw her in the interstate and then leave? That is fucking not only morbid, but it's fanciful to me. I don't know. Anyway. How do you explain the clothes? That's the only weird thing. The the clothes is a very weird thing. And I was thinking about that. A lot of people say the clothes are neatly placed on there. I I don't see them neatly placed on there. A lot of people do lose clothes. Like she wasn't wearing shoes, for instance. I wouldn't have questioned it if it was just the jacket. Right. My biggest question would be, were the clothes intact? Was her bra intact? Was her shirt intact? If the jack- if she's wearing her jacket open, there's a... Okay, I can see the jacket being placed there the way that it was. Or, but or were- float off. Right. Was her jacket intact? Was her were her was her bra intact? Was her shirt intact? Unless okay, let, the, just- uh, the only other reason that they wouldn't... That they would be placed the way that they were is if someone tried to perform CPR on her, which if she was decapitated... CPR? That, she didn't have a head. That's what I'm saying. If she's <laughs> the decapitated, fuck? then what's the point of performing okay, CPR? Nicole, Nicole, read this cause of death, and then I'm going to tell you everything you want to know about this case. Just another tragic example that the drinking and driving is something that is very dangerous and unfortunately leads to a lot of people losing their lives. Kia Motor engineers, crash testing experts, and medical evidence detail the accident. They say it started with her driving along I-77 and hitting a guardrail. The result of the vehicle striking the guardrail caused Miss Davis to be ejected from the passenger side of the front window. This finding is supported by the fact that the door post to the passenger side was cracked, and samples taken from this post were tested and found as a positive match of Miss Davis's DNA. 
After exiting the vehicle, Ms. Davis struck the guardrail, and the force of the collision sent Ms. Davis over her vehicle and into the traffic lane of I-77. Okay, one second. So, if what you said, how is that going to decapitate her? Okay, if your body goes out at 70 miles an hour and you hit that guardrail... You were very easily. I'd be surprised if you were not decapitated. Or if she's hit by another car. Look at this, Jen. Look at this thing. If you're going 70 miles an hour, you don't think your neck is going to just slide right off? I see that. I see that. But then again, that piece of... No, no, no. Let me talk. Because that piece of brain brain matter on that guardrail is on the opposite side of the guardrail, which would make sense if she flew out the passenger side of the window. But I don't think that if you... Even if you were to go out at 70 miles an hour, that half of your body would ricochet and your brain matter would spill and the other half end up in the... In the passing lane. How like, do you? Oh, no, no. I, I know what you're saying, and it did not. And that's a good question. But let's let's point this out and get this off the table because a lot of people think this. This is what I hate about this case. You see this brain matter on this post. Yes. Do you think Freddie Scott or whoever the fuck took her head and beat her on that post? I didn't. Say, no. No, that sounds fucking ridiculous. I'm just saying. Let's just get that out of the way because there's a lot of people online that say that or, or, for depend, some fucking weird reason. It depends reason. on where you decapitate someone. What if she was decapitated before she was like, okay? What if? What if? I don't know. After Miss Davis came to rest in the travel lane of I-77, she was struck by a tractor trailer. Police believe Jalea was killed instantly when she was thrown from the car. She was deceased before she was hit by the tractor trailer. There was physical evidence on the scene that led us to that conclusion. Rumors, speculation, foul play. All part of the community controversy surrounding the case. Investigators believe that the evidence rules it out and points to Jalea being the only person in the car. The fact that the driver's side airbag deployed and the passenger side airbag did not deploy was another key factor to, to lead us that the conclusion is that this tr- is a tragic single vehicle accident that resulted in the death of this young lady. They say another key factor in the case is how her car was found. It was found running with all the doors locked. Deputies say that this case is closed and hope the community and the family will come to peace with those results. We hope the conclusion of this accident We hope the conclusion of this investigation makes a lot of people realize that this was and that it was a horrible, tragic accident. Let me recreate the accident for you. This is the hood of the car. Okay, there's not much blood on it. Here's what happens. She flies halfway out of the passenger side window. This is blood on the hood. It's not much blood because let's say you're driving your car. You're going 70 miles an hour. Now, half of your body goes out of the passenger side window. Your head gets cut off immediately. Now, you're kind of stuck in that wedged position, right in the guardrail, still going 70 miles an hour, and in between the car. Remember, the mother said there were so many pieces? Mm -hmm. That causes all those pieces. Now, what's left of your body flings over, kind of hits the trunk, kind of hits the hood of the car, which is a little blood there, and then actually keeps spinning because you just basically slingshotted yourself over on top of the car. Now, she's dead now, so she was spinning on that hood of the car, or she was there with no head, obviously, and then she ends up on the back. Now, here's one of the things about the people on Facebook is stuff like this. Well, there's ice there. And body, the body temperature melts ice. There's no way that can happen. Well, that's fucking ridiculous. 
Okay, she wasn't on the trunk of the car for very fucking long. She spins off the trunk of the car. She flies into the passenger lane. She gets hit by a tractor trailer and probably another two or three cars. And that's it. Her car actually keeps going. And when they found her car, this is very important. Her car was still in gear. Now, if her car was on the side of the road in park... That's different. That means someone put it in park. But if it's still in drive and it's just basically wedged up so it can't move anywhere, that means no one got in her fucking car and moved it there, right? That just makes sense. Plus, all the doors were locked. So who the fuck is going to drive her car there? And like, there were no squeeze it in the guardrail, in the car. leave it in drive, get out, then somehow lock the car from the outside... Okay, and then make an escape. No, I'm just saying this because this is what people are saying on this Facebook page. It's driving me fucking nuts. I think it's all ridiculous. Mm. I think it's ridiculous. Well, what do you guys think? I'm sorry. Uh, Well, the only thing that I can think of is that scene from The Hangover where Alan's like, where you see like all of like the like the physics equations or you know zach galifianakis maybe it's not yeah, the yeah, yeah. But, you know where like he sees all the physics equations coming to his head that meme like yeah. that's literally me right now because i'm trying to figure out like the angle of her ejecting from the driver's seat hitting the hitting the windshield causing impact then falling back then going through the driver's side window then all this other stuff and it, i just kind of lose it because after that my mind is like blown well, you know he, like, i'm just trying to figure out how mathematically this is possible it is very possible and here's the thing everyone on the face the the whole problem is everyone's like no i got in a wreck at 70 miles an hour my kia was completely fucked like all right you hit a guardrail guardrails are designed to absorb impact okay right. that right there that the reason they're designed like that is so they don't damage the shit out of your car. Did you know the that- reason she's dead is because, and singularly because, she was not wearing a seatbelt. Hmm. Because if she was not wearing a seatbelt, she would not have been ejected if from the... If she was wearing a seatbelt. If she was wearing a seatbelt, she would not have been ejected from the passenger right. side, which only makes sense. No one broke that passenger window and dragged her out. That is literally ridiculous. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I mean... And then would they drag her out and bang her head on the fucking post? and throw her in the fucking... I don't like, know. Like, what ripper out there is doing know. this in an eight-minute time period? Yeah. Like, that is fucking crazy. No, I see what you're saying. I see <laughs> and, what you're But there's you're a, saying. there's an entire podcast on how this, this is a murder, right? And it's, I, I'm just going to say this. It's a very sad case, but at a point two four, your daughter was driving extremely intoxicated and she got in a, a drunk driving wreck and it's awful. But... We need to come to terms with that. And you need, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I got hit by a drunk driver when I was in high school. My really? buddy ended I didn't up, know that. My buddy ended up six months in the hospital, okay? Now, I wasn't wearing a seatbelt at all. And what? I was the only one unscathed. So how did, mathematically does that work out? I don't Were know. Were you in the passenger seat? I can't seat? tell you the physics of that. No, I was in the middle of the back seat. I can't tell you why I didn't fly out the car or whatever, but I can tell you that everyone else was really fucked up and I wasn't. Okay? Now, that doesn't make any sense, but that's how it happened. Okay, there's so many little factors to go in. So everyone's like, oh, no, the car is not damaged enough for this. It's It's outrageous. You know, it's literally outrageous. Did you know that there are like there are some places that have that are, are starting to um, build guardrails that are kind of even more ab- absorb 
absorbent than what we currently mm. have like using kind of like not just plastic i don't the plastic is the only term i can think of at the moment right now in my present situation but they are it's more mobile so maybe it is plastic mm. and they kind of like go with the motion of the car so that it doesn't mm. create such an impact um yeah i i'll try to find the article All right, this is from page. the initial report if you want to read this on Saturday, November 19th, 2011, at approximately 3.43 hours, the Wood County Sheriff's Office was dispatched to a vehicle accident fatality, which occurred around the 181.4 mile marker in the northbound lanes of I-77, just north of Emerson Avenue entrance and exit. Further investigation revealed that the victim's vehicle was located three-tenths of the mile north of the location of Mrs. Davis' bo- Miss Davis's body. The vehicle was sitting against the guardrail, still idling in drive, with the dome light and headlights on and the doors locked. See, idling in drive. That means she had to be ejected. There's no way. Because if you were to... St- Take that car and move it yourself. How are you going to get out of the car when it's still in drive? Unless you got it to like five miles an hour and tuck and rolled, but there was no one around in an eight-minute period to do that. It seems kind of ridiculous, doesn't it? Uh, I don't. It only makes sense that she was the only one in the car. You know, there's no way that anyone else was in the car. Like all factors point to she's the only one. There's this is not even a question. I, I. I personally did not know until literally tonight that not all airbags would deploy unless there were someone sitting in that seat. There's a light that goes on in my car that says, like, passenger airbag on. Yeah, because every time Stella's driving in the passenger seat, it beeps. Yeah, Yeah, if someone's not sitting in there in the seat, it wants you to put the seatbelt on. And I I understand it detecting that, but I thought, like, it would go off regardless if someone was sitting in there or not. Which makes me think that maybe when it says, like, my car right now has an urgent SRS airbag Thing that needs to be serviced so like maybe it's only my my airbag that isn't Which working you probably should go I should get, probably that checked get that out. checked out now that i know that it's not just any airbag it's probably my airbag so now, i should probably get that checked out if her passenger seat airbag would have went off it would have probably saved her life because it would have probably stopped her from ejecting out of the passenger side window because that's what killed her is not ejecting out but being ejected out and then pinned on that guardrail going 70 miles an hour that's going to take anyone's head off but i just uh, i guess i don't understand and and this is probably an engineer question. I'm not questioning you, but like, why wouldn't when you get impact, why wouldn't the airbags automatically deploy no matter where they, they do, no matter where you're sitting, though? Like if you're in the if you're in the passenger seat and you have I'm sorry, if you're in the driver's seat and you have impact on the passenger side, why wouldn't that? Because there's, there's, no there's, there's a de- there's a sensor in the car. That there's says no it only needs to deploy on the driver's side. But but what it but what but if that but if that auto automatically deployed wouldn't that be a better safety measure possibly not so if you think so the only other reason that i can think about so it, my car has a light on when when someone's in the passenger seat that says like passenger airbag right. is on yeah so when it's not on so if you're in a serious car accident so the passenger airbag is obvious or the driver airbag is obviously going to deploy right. But if I'm pin- like the airbag is so big, what if I need to get out of the car? And the only way I can get out of the car is through the passenger side. Maybe I don't know. But does the back seat not deploy if you get into there is no there is no back seat airbag? What there there might be side airbags, but yeah, that's most what I'm like, saying. No, most cars don't have most side cars airbags don't have that, unless oh, you drive do. like an Audi or something. Well, I drive a Volvo, so yeah, that didn't have it. Yeah, my, I don't yours think probably has, has like paper bags that come out 
a set of <laughs> airbags, little lunch hairs. bags. <laughs> oh, Hair. what I got today, Johnny? <laughs> Wait, there's like a ham sandwich in it. <laughs> it's you in the face. No crust. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, like I just feel, well, I do have to say, I mean, airbags are definitely life-saving technology i do know uh, a story though one of the one of the ladies that worked for me when i was an hr manager she worked in the bakery her name was betty i know it doesn't really matter what her name was but she was this cute little like almost 80 year old woman she worked in the bakery and she was one of the hardest workers that we ever had and she got into a car accident and the airbag did not deploy mm. but they said that be- that the airbag, the force of the airbag coming out would have done her more damage than yeah, like, if it breaks her nose and shit. And sh- they said that the airbag not deploying saved her yeah. life. Mm. Think about it. That thing's coming. All right. When you get in a wreck, your head is going seven. Let's say you're going 70 miles an hour. Your head is going 70 miles an hour Which towards the steering crazy. wheel. So that airbag has to deploy from the steering wheel at a greater uh, velocity than 70 miles an hour. So it can fully inflate right. and hit your head so you're getting hit in the head like you're getting it's basically getting punched by mike tyson r- real like it's square in the fucking Minus nose the boom biting like, of the ears. most people that get their airbags employees have broken nose black eyes and stuff you know because that thing is like a pow it's like a shotgun go- that goes off mm. i mean it saves you in the long run so you don't bang your head against the fucking steering wheel but you know, or if have your head go through the dashboard. Right. Yeah, yeah. if you're an old belt. woman, that thing could probably break, <laughs> twist yeah, your neck. I mean, yeah, break your neck. Seriously. Well, I guess the moral of the story is to just make sure that you don't drive drunk. Wear your seatbelt. Oh, we're not done belt. with the story. Oh, are you we're guys, not? Are you guys done with it? No, I thought you were done is with it. Is there a twist? Is there more? No, if you guys already think that... No, I mean, honestly, the only thing I was going to go into was, um, you know, could it been them that um did it i guess i just don't and, understand uh, well let me show you right quick i guess i just don't understand the physics and like they there's there's blood on the hood and the trunk and i just yeah, the angle what's the of trajectory what's that just doesn't make any sense to me well, i don't know what, what i don't does know what make the sense. Uh, a killer threw her on the hood and then just cut off her right breast like well, I mean, what does that sound like? You well, know? I guess <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, what? Okay, if, okay wait, so let me show you right here. Th- this is a timestamp from 3:30 a.m. Now, this is the three people, the three friends that I didn't even really research because I, I know good and damn well they didn't have anything to do with it. This is their car. That's their car right there. This is 3:32 a.m. They had already dropped off Jalea, and then. 341 was it the call came yeah. in so i mean freddie scott this is freddie scott's car and all the people they were with so unless they got their mcdonald's what is that a wendy's or mcdonald's mcdonald's oh, okay sorry. unless they got their mcdonald's and then went and ran her off the road i can't even eat a fucking big mac in that time i mean plus they don't I mean, even I know could. where she's at they, they had to chase it down on the interstate it just sounds fucking fanciful but you know what's really fucking gross about this case is the slander and everyone just pulling these people's names out it's fucking kind of ridiculous to i be guess honest, my question man. my question would be and i don't know who would know this other than the coroner but were they clean cuts because that clothing does it does it's interesting. What I I believe that here's what here's my theory that the first trucker that called I believe he hit her but she was already dead and he didn't mean to. It's not like I'm gonna kill this bitch. It's probably just like 
he thought it was a deer or something. Hit her, goes back real quick, and hangs up her clothes. But that's and what then, I said. And then yes. books it because he doesn't want. But can we that go back? Sh- can we go back to that picture of the clothing? Because it didn't look like there were any road marks on that clothing. It didn't look it like they blood. were torn there apart. Was blood. There was blood, but it didn't look like any tire marks on there. That doesn't mean anything, though. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. I, I mean, I, I guess I'm just, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff to this case. I mean, right here, her BAH was 0.24. If you go and read through these, it's it's actually really sick how people accuse um, all the other people, and I mean it's slander, you know. And they talk about the one girl, Katie, that oh she she's definitely involved because she lawyered up within a few days. Well, motherfucker, you started a website and fucking throw my name around everywhere. That's the first thing I'd fucking and, do. Yeah, okay, but I'm are not, you shitting me, I'm man? Not, I'm not doubting either side. I'm just I'm literally asking a general question right now, but. Would there be, if the car was going 70 miles an hour, would it be enough time for her to hit, to eject, then bounce off the guardrail, then hit the, then hit the, the front of the car, fly up into the air and then hit the back of the car and get all that blood? Yeah. But because enough time because 70 miles an hour is a lot quicker in real person than if you're in the car. And not only that, Jen, but what's the alternative? I don't know what the alternative is. That's why I'm asking. Someone... Cut her up there. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. The only the only viable option is she went out the passenger window, got stuck between the guardrail. Her head comes off. She spins on top of the the hood or spins on top of the car, which a lot of blood was up there. Falls off the trunk and then continues to go probably like sixty five miles an hour into the interstate she gets hit by a car a semi truck hits by another car that's the only option here like i i don't understand why everyone thinks that this was a murder this is just fucking ridiculous you know i i'm just saying man and and, for instance here's a here's a photo right here now the mother and and you know i feel really sorry for her but now read this this is the from the mother so, Freddie Scott brought my kid alcohol, and you're saying he she was drunk driving and is dead, and he's going to walk on that? Freddie Scott ba- bought alcohol. The sap boy, whoever. They're going to walk? We don't know whose alcohol she drank. You know who bought it. She didn't buy it. Two different people bought alcohol. One of them would give the other up, but it really wouldn't matter now because it's done, right? I mean, it's been a year. All right, How so... Long- so- you know, it's sad because it, the mother is obviously grieving. Right. But at the, at this, she's honestly saying, okay, it was drunk driving. If you see here, can we get them on selling the alcohol to my 20-year-old daughter? Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really sad that this happens. But if it was me, and I ain't trying to tell anyone how to run their life, but I would just, I would let it go because the cops did everything they could. They did a complete re construction of it they got experts in they spent a lot of money on this case and everything points to drunk driving and that's just it like there's no no foul play the other people were at mcdonald's like they all have solid alibis and they're getting slandered like crazy i mean i have plenty of documents but you know and i'm not trying to make you guys sway towards my side but i don't honestly see how people think that this is a murder Honestly, I mean, I cannot understand why people think this is a murder. You know, 
You go, go, if you guys go read the Facebook post, you'd be like, what the fuck? It's all just speculation, and, and the mother's not ever going to get closure until she accepts it, accepts that this is probably a drunk drive. And no, no, one wants to, no one wants to admit that their daughter killed themselves by having a .24 alcohol level and driving their car into a guardrail. That's not something anyone wants to admit. Right. I mean, I you think know, it's it would so be so much more... easier to be like, there's so much she got murdered. I think, <laughs> but, I mean, I, let's I, be honest, what the fuck? I, I see where you're coming from. I think it would be easier for the mother to accept if she was still behind the wheel of the car, you know, passed out because she was drunk driving, like the airbag went off and she was already dead, beca- uh, dead upon impact. I think that would probably be easier to, for her to comprehend. But the fact that she was like all over the place and, and, and it's, it's a terrible scene to imagine. Um, no one wants to put their, their kid into the grave. You know, you all yeah. want to outlive your kids and you, you, you never want to see anyone no matter if it's your friend, your cousin, your uncle, your daughter, your mother, your father, it doesn't matter. No one wants to see their their someone that they care about die a tragic, horrific death. So for them to kind of conceptualize death and to try to start the grieving process, there has to be a reason for this. And if they can't figure out a reason, you know, it's, it's going to be even more difficult on the, on the closure process, on the grieving process, grieving, grieving doesn't have a time period, you know? So I think it would be easier for, for her mother to, to be like, okay, like she has to be held accountable for her actions. Like this, this happened if she was like, if they found her in the car or right outside the car in one piece and then was like, okay, this happened. But like, the clothing and the and the the amount of damage on the car and it's just like whatever she's just trying to reason for this yeah i know and that's what's really sad and it's so sad because most of the people that go to the facebook page they don't do the research that i just did on this case so they don't and you saw how she the mother marked out a lot of stuff on the documents mm-hmm. those things that she marked off obviously didn't support her theory you know what i'm saying like this the stuff that She's trying to support her theory, and it's probably a subconscious thing, but, you know, I mean. But I guess what I was trying to say was was that, you know, I can understand why they may think that it was not, you know, a drunk driving Why? Accident. Why can, Why would they think it's not? That's what I am really confused just about. Just because of some of the, just like I was saying, like trying to understand the angles and the physics, trying to understand yeah, why the clothing is there. You don't know the physics. You're not no, a physicist. I'm not a physicist. Nobody not. else online not, is a physicist. I'm not but that's why they they're having a hard time wrapping right. their brains around because it. they that's don't all. understand. Well, I don't. Know. I agree that it's a drunk driving accident, but she's just trying to convey that it is. Re- it can be really hard for people to understand how all of those things. I get it because every car accident is different. Not every person is going to have the same injuries right. the same impact the right. same results from a car accident a lot it's of just, people get their heads decapitated from wearing seatbelts you right. know that right it, the well, top yeah, thing it, cuts it their stops head and it restrains and then it's exactly like, have you ever been in a car and you have your seatbelt on and all of a sudden you can't go forward anymore and then you have to like unbuckle it and rebuckle it in order to be able to breathe again yeah that happens seatbelts can if they have enough pressure they can decapitate you but see, the sad thing about it is but the mother breaking the mother does not want to accept it and which isn't a bad thing the really bad thing is all these people online are enabling her and the rest of the family that they are right and there is some murderer out there that did this and it just doesn't 
I cannot figure it out, man. Like, I've spent so much time on this case trying to there figure out why they think it's a murder. Far it's- more overwhelming evidence that this was a tragic accident than it could have been a murder. Plain exactly. Exactly. It's not a murder. Number one, they were at McDonald's five minutes before this happened. They you got them on camera, so if they didn't run her off the road, this wasn't a conspiracy. They didn't go get McDonald's and then just to, for the camera and then go and drive her off the interstate. Well, That's they have ridiculous. They have Freddie Scott's car, but where was her car five minutes before? Was she also at McDonald's? Because if no, she she's driving. They dropped her off. She's driving on the interstate. Well, then exactly. So. Why are people thinking that some murderers out there killing people and decapitating them and making it look like a car well, I don't know. I don't Maybe they more, know more than we know. No, they don't know anything more than I know because I've seen it all. Anyway, all right. Well, that's 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 the case. If you guys have any other questions you want me to clarify, I got all the police documents and everything. I mean, to me, it's, it's an obvious. I knew it was obvious from the first paragraph I read that this was a, just an accident and then... You know, it's just it. So, like, I spent most of my time in the case trying to figure out what people actually thought happened, because it's either one or the other, right? Um, they think that someone pulled her from the car, you know, but then how'd the car get in a wreck? You know, what I'm saying they pulled her from the car, like, and then they wrecked her car. Like, it does. I feel like a lot of these people are playing this mental gymnastics where things don't really make sense, so they're trying to make things fit in a certain way. And it just it just doesn't make any sense. The only thing that does make sense is she's in an, in an accident. But I'd like to know what you think, so let me know. Go to the blog post, talkmore.com, and let me know what you think. And yell at me if you think I am out of bounds. Thanks, Savannah, for picking this episode. Yeah, thank you, Savannah. This was very good. It was controversial. I definitely don't think it's a murder at all but i'm glad you picked it because people really go crazy over this case so anyway um if you enjoyed this episode be sure to hit that subscribe button on whatever podcasting app you use if you like the story you can follow us on social media facebook twitter instagram if you're absolutely obsessed with this podcast and want to become our stalker go to talkmore.com slash join become a talker supremo get a badass t-shirt sticker swag a lot of love shout out all over the place tell me what story you want me to do i'll research and dedicate to you on talk Mary podcast my name is john here at jen and nicole until next time click it or ticket. Rule number eight, John is great. Because I got one hand in my pocket and the other one is giving a peace sign. The other one is scratching my butthole. <laughs> my hand is not scratching your butthole ever. So <laughs> on a relationship, How maybe about I'll be a single gerbil? forever. I don't even know. How about a gerbil? No. Too yucky. Stella would eat it. I can use it For on the what? weekends. On my butthole. What, do you, what else do you do with gerbils? Are you making a Richard Gere <laughs> reference? I'm like really right, confused. Read this, Nicole. Founders Brewing Company has found a way to make an IPA you can enjoy anytime that's perfect for any occasion with their all-day IPA. At 4.7 ABV, you can still taste the hops, of course, but it's the complex array of malts and grains that make all-day IPA a beer that will grab your attention. That full flavor and low ABV is what continues to make it a staple in my fridge. Look for Founders in your favorite beer store or check out their full line of beer at foundersbrewing.com. Founders Brewing Company, born and brewed in Michigan since 1997.
It's Mattress Firm's biggest 4th of July sale ever. Hurry in and get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen bed for the price of a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $6.99 on Sealy. Or save $500 on all Tempur-Pedic Breeze mattresses. With our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the best bet at the best price, only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale.